Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Greater Good Radio. I'm Bob Kosh and we're broadcasting from WOR 710 AM. We are the voice of New York and to everyone, Merry, Merry Christmas. I know that there is a bunch of you who are kicking your young children out of the bedroom because they're dying to ravage some packages that Santa has left under the tree. When I was younger, we tried that, and my father would my father would immediately throw us out of his bedroom, tell us to wait, and remind us that, you know, on Christmas morning after Santa's done, he turns into the vengeful and maybe just a little bit crazy person that would take those presents back. That was a motivator. That said, let's get started with today's program. We've brought back a lot of folks who we've interviewed over the past year who want to share holiday greetings and just a couple of thoughts. You know, we have discussed everything from consequence, punishment, hate, eating bugs, but mostly communication and understanding. I... I, hope that everyone um, really shares this day and thinks about the love and joy that Christmas means to just about everybody all over the world. You know, we've got some tough times, you know, this crazy, ridiculous um, pandemic. I mean, talk about wanting to just drop kick something. But it's not going away. We've got to deal with that. But there's so many other things we have to address as a country, as a race, as the human race. And more so than anything, take this day to think about somebody else, somebody who might not have enough to eat, somebody who doesn't have a roof over their head. That's where we should be. Think about your neighbor, red or blue, you know, wouldn't hurt to give him a hug. <laughs> that said, I want to uh, I want to bring on some of the folks that we've interviewed. First is the mayor of Livingston, Sean Klein. Hello, this is Mayor Sean Klein from Livingston, New Jersey, reaching out to Bob and his entire Greater Good Radio audience to say, "Have a great holiday season." I also had the uh, pleasure and opportunity to talk to uh, someone I consider to really be a good friend, uh, just a great guy, Charles Wolf. He's been on the show a couple of times, and he was uh, a great interview for our 9-11 tribute show. That show was heard all across the country. We had a huge listenership during the uh, 20th anniversary, and, and Charles was good enough to share his experience when... Uh, Unfortunately, he lost his wife. 
but turn that around to do something just amazing. He was the guy who got the 9-11 fund to do what it was supposed to do. In fact, um, Netflix has a film out that I would encourage everyone to take a look at, starring Michael Keaton as Ken Feinberg. Uh, Ken Feinberg was the lawyer who was charged with actually getting this thing to, uh, uh, to run right, but until he met Charles Wolfe, who was played by Stanley Tucci, None of it was really coming together, but the effort that the two of these men put in to this just helped a lot of people. Charles, it is always wonderful to have you on the show. Nice to be back. Very nice I, to be back. I, I, uh, I love the holiday season. I have had the absolute pleasure of interviewing some amazing people, you being one of them. And I wanted to uh, bring you back to see what you're doing uh, this holiday season. Well, um, family is far, far away. Mm -hmm. So, but I do have some friends from Wyoming that oh. are going to be spending uh, Christmas Eve day and Christmas day with there. If, 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 uh, if the shows hold out, uh, we're going to see the Nutcracker on the afternoon okay. of Christmas Eve. Uh, with dinner across the street at one of Daniel Ballou's restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, Christmas Eve services at the Cathedral St. John the Divine were canceled due to concerns about COVID spread. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, uh, but you know that's the the church elders, the uh, the dean and chapter and so forth. They talked it over with health specialists and figured this is a better thing to do. Right. Um, and uh, let's see on uh, Saturday, Christmas Day. Um, we they they were going to go see the Rockettes at Radio City, but uh, yeah. the uh, the virus went rampaging through the Rockettes line, and um, yeah, not enough time to uh, get them well and get them retuned up because dancing yeah. like that's hard. Oh yeah, that's done for the season. So we've got tickets. Cross our fingers to see yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh oh yes. oh, yes. supposed to, oh it's supposed to be yeah. a great great show. It, it 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 is. I saw the movie for the first time. Okay, saw the first movie for the first time about a year ago or so, mm -hmm. and it was really it really was uh, eye opener for me. Yeah. I said, "Wow, how did I not see that before?" Yeah. And, and um, so we're gonna we we got tickets for seven o'clock. I got a rearranged dinner because we were planning a dinner after the Rockets, but uh, now <laughs> we got to figure a different dinner time out. Anyway, so that's that's what's going on. Okay, I, I want, you know, you, this is a good segue because you mentioned uh, watching the movie. What has your life been like since Worth premiered? Oh, Lord. Um, I would say, I mean, no, nothing like this has ever happened to me before. And it was absolutely surreal when I saw it for the first time in January 2020 at Sundance mm -hmm. Film Festival out near uh, in the mountains above Salt Lake City. And then it finally came out in 2021, mm -hmm. first at a theater here in New York and then online on Netflix. Um, I have, uh, and, and the, the website shown in the movie is my website and it is still up. Yeah. So people were emailing me, you know, talk about getting cards and letters from people I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not the Rhinestone Cowboy. 
Um, but I am I am humbled. I am humbled by the remarks. Every one of them positive. I am, and from the people that have known me ever since I was nine or ten years old on up to, and who know me well, said Stanley Tucci really got me in terms of my mannerisms and so forth. I can't see that because as I think it was Shakespeare said it, correct me if I'm wrong, if only we could see ourselves as others see us. Yeah. We can't. Yeah. So I just had to, uh, I had to, I, I had to take it. Yeah. Um, and take it to the heart without going to the head. Yeah. Um, and I am, I am very happy. I am grateful for the recognition because I did put a lot of work into it. Yeah. Um, I realized that it will be short-lived. Mm-hmm. However, what I didn't grab onto was what happened when I was leaving the church this past Sunday. Hmm. I hadn't been there. It had been closed. So I hadn't been there since it reopened a few weeks ago. Right. And so I walk out um, after services, I walk out with a retired bishop, a retired suffragan bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bishop, um, well, you might mistake her for Secretary of uh, Treasury Janet Yellen. I mean, the two of them were, oh, yeah, she's oh. just, just, you know, white doppelganger. Hair. Yeah, almost a, a doppelganger. Okay. I, said, I walked over, I said, Should I call you Bishop or Madam Secretary? Right, right. <laughs> anyway, so we were. <laughs> We were walking down the long set of stairs in front of the Cathedral St. John the Divine in New York City, Mm -hmm. up on the Morningside Heights at 112th Street. And we were talking, I was telling her about my my late wife and what happened and so forth. And and she said, what's your name? We get down to the bottom of the stairs. I says, "Um, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. I says, my name is Charles Wolfe. And she looked at me and her eyes went open. She says, what? What? You're Stanley Tucci. Yeah. I go, no, Stanley Tucci is me. Yeah, yeah. But out of the, out of the blue, and she just was effusive. Now again, members of the clergy usually aren't effusive, right? Okay, they got a lot to deal with, a lot of ups and downs in people's lives, and so they, uh, you know, they maintain the steady course. Um, she was effusive, and she just she loved the work that I had done that ended up in creating the movie. Yeah. That to me, a total stranger, didn't know me. That to me, her 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 immediate reaction when she put two and two together, yeah, was was amazing. It really was amazing. So it was. It's been it's been very nice. Um, I uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad that I did what I did yeah. for many reasons. I am happy with the movie. Yeah. Um, again, on Netflix, worth with Stanley sure. Tucci as me and. Yeah. Michael Keaton as the original special master Kenneth Feinberg. So there you go. Charles, the 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 morning after I saw it, I called you at home and I was blown away. I had only known you for a short time. And I was one of those who chimed in and really I, I was just thoroughly impressed that Tucci did what he did. But because of you, he got to portray someone who has done good and shown a lot of people what it means to have a backbone. And I wish you all the joy and peace this holiday 
can bring. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, it's it, There's been some rough spots in this fall, which we'll not get into. Yeah. Um, you know, life isn't all roses. Life is life. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but uh, uh, you have to look for the positive. Otherwise, you'll slip into the uh, the dark side. No question. You will Tomorrow's slip into the dark side. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And uh, so good to be with you, Bob. Thanks. We'll be right back. Folks, I would like to introduce you to shoplocalway.com. Have you ever thought about that butcher in Passaic for that steak that you want? And what about the cheese in Montclair? And you know you've got to have that pumpernickel raisin bread from Manhattan. There's only one delivery service that can provide you with everything I just spoke about. It's shoplocalway.com. Shop Local is the doorstep delivery service of high quality products from local businesses. They bring you the marketplace with exquisite local stores you will not find on any other platforms. Simply choose your favorites from local stores along with the delivery or pickup option and enjoy your time while the order is on its way. ShopLocalWay.com supports local business. It's the shops that you can't get from anywhere else. Remember, there's only one way to shop. ShopLocalWay.com Call Shop Local at 833-463-4466 or visit the website at www.shoplocalway.com. You're listening to Greater Good Radio with Bob Kosh on WOR 710 AM, the voice of New York. Looking for that special place to kick back and have a great evening? Visit the Long Branch Distillery, featuring everything from mixology classes, event space, and tours. The Long Branch Distillery is a cut above those other venues offering the same old thing. They've always got something that will surprise your taste buds to sip or savor. Long Branch Distillery prides themselves in the crafting of their distilled spirits using the latest technology in the distilling world. You'll get consistency and quality when enjoying their Big Door Vodka, Gin, Bourbon, or Rye Whiskey. Plus, the entertainment is unsurpassed, featuring local jazz artists, stand-up comedy, and other musical acts. Come join us Thursdays through Sunday at the Long Branch Distillery, located at 199 Westwood Ave, Long Branch, New Jersey. Visit their website at lbdistillery.com or call them at 732-759-8321. One of the hottest topics or actually discussions we've been having since the pandemic is about the supply chain. We have had the opportunity to have Roy Strauss on from Strauss Consulting, who is an expert. I mean, he's been doing this for close to 40 years now, and uh, it would have been great if somebody listened to him before we ended up having this problem. But Supply Chain Roy is keeping his finger on the pulse of what's going on. So aside from having him wish holiday greetings and us back at him, 
I figured we'd take a minute or two just to discuss his thoughts for what could happen in 2022. Roy, thanks for being with us again. Roy, it's so good to have you on the Christmas edition of Greater Good Radio. Yes, Bob, as always, it's a pleasure to speak with you and uh, join you on your show. And uh, Christmas time, uh, hey, happy holidays, everybody. We hope you're all safe. Back at you, my friend. I wanted to ask you, uh, I want to get, you know, not just the optimistic content that you may hear about what supply chain may do in 2022. I just want to get your thoughts on what you believe may transpire um, with these, um, what are they calling, uh, pop-up ports? Okay, so pop-up ports are meant to temporarily solve uh, an existing problem. In this case, relieving the pressure and get as much as much product as we can from the containers into the uh, end user's hands. Mm-hmm. And um, as with anything else, how well it can happen or how successful it can be is going to depend on the plan from the very beginning. Right. What what professionals are contributing to the plan that have the real knowledge as to how it must work, mm-hmm. the ability to gather and use data properly. Without the data, it's going to be useless. Yeah. You're not going to know what's where, What? how do you prioritize? To me, the most important thing, if you have a pop-up port, is prioritizing what must get to the consumer first right. gets out of the ocean first. Yeah. Now, we had a warning 20 years ago. And 20 years ago, there was a dock strike on the West Coast that lasted quite a few weeks. And a client of mine, his whole year was the Christmas season. Right. And all the product was on the ocean and he had nothing to sell. And he, the company barely survived. Right. Okay. So now what we're talking about is how can we get as much of the prioritized stuff Mm-hmm. to the people that need it as quickly as possible. Right. So if we could get data, for instance, um, the, 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 this, the, and again, on, on the fly, it's going to be difficult, but if you put together the right questionnaire to send to the people, the companies whose product is out there, mm-hmm. is, your, is your product a priority? Why? And what container numbers on what boat? Right. If right. you can do something like that, then sure. it can work. Okay. Well, you know what? If you're just gonna, you know, uh, unload boats and uh, unload uh, containers into pop-ups, and uh, it'll just ease—it's like an evolution instead of a revolution. It'll ease it slowly, but won't make a major change. Again, with supply chain, it's always priority, priority, priority. Um, If it has a deadline, if it's the company's hot product, if the Mm -hmm. company's going to expire. Right. Uh, if it's a question of um, uh, the product not surviving time, you know, so it's really important that it be prioritized. Well, that is why we wanted to hear from Supply Chain Roy during Thanks. this holiday season. Yes. Roy, once again, happy holidays. Best to you and your family. Hey, Bob. Thanks. Best to you and your family also and to all the viewers out there. And I can't wait until we meet again. Absolutely. Have a great day, pal. You too. Bye now. 
Communication is a vital part of our daily lives. Your ability to interact in a conversation depends greatly on what you hear. None of us want to miss out on those touching words from our grandkids or an I love you from someone we cherish. If you are experiencing hearing loss, the professionals at Audio Help Hearing Centers can provide comprehensive hearing health care so you can enjoy a better quality of life. The staff at Audio Help Hearing Centers know how important it is to hear, but moreover, the difference it makes when you can really listen. Schedule an appointment today by calling 888-832-9966 or by visiting our website at www.audiohelphearing.com. Offices are conveniently located in Manhattan, White Plains, and Stamford, Connecticut. My next guest is Paul Slatkus. Paul has a program called Good News Planet. Now, Paul arrived on this planet after being in media for a lot of years. He has seen the best come and go, and what he's experienced, he now puts out um, on a show. It's, it's all about the goodness about peace, about things that we should all be involved with. I mean, we are Greater Good Radio, and uh, it's nice to have somebody who is chasing the same rainbow and trying to share it. Paul has been doing this uh, for 23 years, and it was just so refreshing to have someone like him with us, especially today. Peace, love, and joy. It's what it's all about. Paul, it's really great having you on the program. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to, to be here. Well, I would like you to tell our audience um, what you have been up to, starting with your career in broadcasting. All right. So we'll go fast forward. I'll, I'll try to I'll make a, I'll give a quick, uh, sort of a, the highlights of because I'm. 72 <laughs> and I've been in business for 50 years yeah. uh, uh, actually uh, uh, in this communications industry mm-hmm. um, but uh, I'll go way back just to put it into some kind of funny serious uh, mm-hmm. funny and serious perspective I grew up in Tarrytown played in rock and roll band the dad had a shoe store a little Tarrytown shoe store shoe, Tarry shoe shop I loved it uh, but, uh, I played in the band and, uh, my dad said, you want the shoe store? And I said, no, dad, I want show business, not shoe business. Right. I tell everybody it's cause I couldn't smell. And so, <laughs> and I went to Quinnipiac college at that time, university. Now I was ran a jazz festival. Mm-hmm. So I liked entertainment. I like, uh, sort of like the president of class. I like when people party. And they have yeah. a good time. Yeah. And uh, you would think I came from Jersey. And so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, never mind. I, I still like how you've you've channeled your inner Ed Sullivan and, and held back what's, you know, the really big shoe. You know, you've got some tie in right there. Because I never thought of it. Can I, I'm going I'm to I'm give you the credit. What a beautiful <laughs> comment. 
I don't know, it's bringing tears to my eyes, but they were. Uh, That's because I have my shoes off. You know, it's usually the stink. <laughs> you got stick. Let me ask you a question. Is this going to be good? You ha- you, I know you're a radio show, right? Uh, right. And uh, But are you recording this in video also? Uh, actually, yes, I have the uh, video. We don't use it um, because, uh, once again, it's it's radio. And... Um, uh, but but sure, you're more than welcome to uh, uh, to preserve it this. to me. I'll broadcast it. Sure, because I sure. like video. I like the push. I like the face of a, of yeah. a screen. You know, it's a, a double. I mean, audio is wonderful as well. You know, it takes more concentration and focus, and it's a it's a great kind of right. medium. We do a podcast out of every. Uh, a video that we do but getting back to my background mm-hmm. uh, if i don't uh, go on this stream of consciousness that i seem to have a, a problem with uh i uh i decided after uh high school after college i got a master's degree over there at fairfield university in communications wow. and uh, i did a tv show there i studied the beatles actually oh. <laughs> i got uh, like uh, a third of my uh uh masters on the Beatles um, and uh, gave me a chance to uh, uh, get into more of a professional way because I went down, I met Sid Bernstein and Albert Maisel. Sid brought the Beatles here to America yeah. and uh, Dave Albert Maisel's uh, videoed them and I was a Beatles-aholic, you know, growing up sure. uh, at, at our age. And, uh, and so, uh, I decided I'm going to go and I got a job at CBS. Okay. So that's when I started. Uh, um, I was in 1972. Uh, after the master's degree, actually, they wanted to make me a management trainee, which was a, they were creating a position. Uh, but they ended up that there was a rebellion amongst the troops. They said, how are you giving this guy? He's, they, they, they never even worked, <laughs> practically. I mean, well, that was, And, you know, that was going to be my question, because how does somebody, you know, you, you're straight out of school and you know, all of a sudden you're at CBS. What do what what did you do and, and what what did they they have you do? Well, uh, and here's how it happened. I'm a straight shooting guy. My next door neighbor. Uh, was one of the presidents of CBS before he moved into a big house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I used to babysit at his house. Yeah. I can say this because I'm not going to say the guy's name or whatever. But yeah. I, yeah. And, and, and this is what I say. It's another silly thing. I'm kind of a silly guy. I, I said, and but I, he had in his house, when I babysat, he had a Playboy magazine, the one with Marilyn Monroe. Wow. And so when I was looking for a job, I went to him and I said, listen, you know, I know you have a Playboy magazine, Marilyn Monroe. If you don't help me get a job, the whole town's going to know also. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny because back in the day, dear God, having a Playboy magazine, you were, whew, it was a whole different time. It's not like, you know, the internet yeah. today with everything all over it. So, so I get the whole extortion premise uh, behind this. <laughs> we had to be very creative. We had to put a cover on it and, yeah. a, and a back cover that yeah. make it look like a cartoon magazine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you could, you could cover it with the old paper bags. Remember how we did that in, you know, to go to school with the covers? 
No, I didn't. You know, you're teaching me a lot of good things. Uh, yeah, you should be writing really, all this down, Paul. A really big shoe and <laughs> a paper bag. I yeah. don't know if I need it anymore. Anyway, everything's on here. Pornography <laughs> created the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In any case, it is what it is. And uh, if we can have a good time and laugh, you know, laughter is the key to it all. Don't sure. you agree? Sure. So how long did you stay uh, at CBS? So I, st I stayed at CBS for about seven years in production. So my first mm -hmm. job, I'd worked on the op sheet, which was is the, the basically the operations sheet. It was a, it was a, a document this big, an uh -huh. inch wide, half wide, uh, uh, tall, that was one day. And everybody worked on just one day of the television, CBS television network where the commercials go, where the shows go, where the special feeds to Chicago or Philadelphia, the owned and operated stations. It's the Bible of running the station. Gotcha. In the old days, and we were typing it on a typewriter, if I yeah. remember. <laughs> and, and then you had to make 50 copies, and you had to yeah. do that also. And the staples had to be perfect. CBS yeah. was a a great place to start a career or even end a career if anybody ever worked there because it was a professional setting you right. didn't you know you, there's no fooling around in that kind of scenario it's a professional show business business and uh, everything needs to be proper it's just right. the way it is you don't make it in in this business world as we all know unless you're really you're serious and, and you do it the right way in any case, I went from the op sheet to assistant manager of the uh, set decorators and the art directors mm -hmm. um, uh, for a short time. And then, uh, which I love those guys. Um, <laughs> first time I met a gay guy. <laughs> he, he went to grab me and uh, it was a whole room, you know, a bunch of the set decorators and designers. Mm -hmm. And he grabbed and nothing that, you know, I'll say like Jerry Seinfeld, not that there's anything wrong. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Have a yeah. good time. And any case, oh, I was called Captain Bruce Jenner, too, in uh, Washington Irving uh, Junior High School. On the wow. Track team. I am very proud of the things in his outreach that he's done in his life. In any sure. case. Uh, but uh, he went to grandma. I said, I just come back. I just went and got my, had my honeymoon. I just mm -hmm. gotten married. And I said, what's going on here? And they all laughed and whatever. Show business is like a there's all all kinds of people in show business right it was such a nice thing and i got in those days so i, I worked on the soap operas my job at that time was to uh, go on the walton union truck and make sure that the sets got back to walton's or to back to where they were supposed to be oh, oh okay <laughs> so okay i was like the uh you know the management guy but i did that mm -hmm. for a while then my wife and i went cross country and i got a job uh, at uh, te Television City, which is the broadcast, the uh, the Hollywood Farmers Market, uh, Los Angeles, mm -hmm. where I became assistant manager of studios. And I'll, I'll speed this up because uh, that's a long time ago. And the, but there I learned television because Hollywood is television. Yeah. Well, I did all in the all in the family was the show that meant something to me because uh, sure. he was Norman Lear was a Connecticut guy. I went to schools in Connecticut. And that show, you knew Archie Bunker was a bigot. You cried with Archie Bunker. You laughed yeah. with Archie Bunker. But you know that guy was a bigot. 
and sure. it was on television, which was a big deal in those days to get that yeah. kind of show. It wouldn't even couldn't hardly get the advertising. In any case, I did all in the family. I, 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 my job was system manager studios. We had the stagehands, the lighting director, the electric shop, the electronic shop. We put the sets up, took them down. And it was one busy place. Carol Burnett in one studio, Price is Right, uh, Young and Restless, all yeah. the family, Sonny, the good old days. My wife and I decided that we're going to raise a family. Why raise it out there by the mm -hmm. ocean when we our families are here? We moved back. I, I went on Captain Kangaroo Show as a production manager. Uh, and then they asked me to come uh, become associate producer of a soap opera called Love of Life, which was on a long time. Love, Love of Life got, uh, uh, was there for two years. Christopher Reeve was on it also and uh, other well-known people. Um, and then it got canceled and I went out on my own uh, to make a movie. Uh, CBS wanted that. And I had some great stars, Edward Herman and Jane Alexander, and uh, uh, Donald Petrie was going to do it. And we had a book by John Osborne. But then there was a strike. <laughs> and the strike lasted four months. So I drove car service in Brooklyn. I was living in Brooklyn. I married okay. a Brooklyn girl. And uh, that's that. And then I said, I got to go back to work. And so I went back to work, even though I made more money in car service than I ever I made as the producer of Love of Life. Wow. But at some point, you end up at PBS, no? Yeah, that's it. Next. You're right on it. So yeah. next, so I, I got the, uh, so I went to Channel 13, uh, which I, I, I loved. Uh, and they had this big uh, house show called the, uh, um, uh, the Art and Antique Auction. And mm -hmm. it was started by Sotheby's by Thomas Hoving who started Sotheby's or whatever. And uh, this was this big match, and he did it in Camera Mart on 54th and uh, uh, I guess that's 9th Avenue in this big old facility. But all they were doing was selling little artwork and stuff. They didn't need the big studio. Yeah. So, but they've had everybody in the company worked on it. It was the house show. So I got to meet a lot of people. And, uh, and I told them at the end, why are you doing this here? <laughs> you don't need to do this here. Uh, they ended up moving it and saving maybe a half a million dollars. Uh, half a million, maybe much more than that. I forgot what yeah. it was. They they because they spent all their money at that big big facility. They right. ended up doing it in the building. I became a production manager there. I worked my way up there. Um, I worked on the. I start helped started the Nature series many many years ago. It's still on. Mm -hmm. uh, I worked on the Brain series, which was a big show. And uh, over the years, I've worked on some Frank Sinatra specials, all kinds of shows. I've been a half yeah. lucky. Lucky guy. And then I became the business manager of the station and I helped start the commercialization with general support announcements on there. And uh, mm -hmm. that was my job. And then I left there and went to the NYC TV. I'll just speed this up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, and I didn't give you a second to breathe or say something. Uh, I, uh, I got laid off in that since I'm one of those downsizing of PBS where they didn't right. have the money. Um, and I went to WNYC, the city station, which leased out the time to foreign broadcasters. And my job was to bring in ethnic programming, multicultural programming. And there, the, the Chinese television, then they had the Italians and other ethnic groups, said to me, look, you understand television. Why don't you come and work with us and leave here? And, and I thought it was 14 years. I said, well, I want to make shows for the world, peace, love, and hope shows. Yeah. And so I said, okay. And I started actually a multicultural advertising and marketing company. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I became an Asian marketing specialist of which I, I am uh, 36 years later mm -hmm. still. 
And then we got some big clients and I did other ethnic communities. So multicultural marketing is the one that made the living, paid for the kid to go to college and uh, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Sprint and I had Sprint, IBM, Western Union. I had good clients doing, helping them do ethnic marketing, the postal service. But then uh, Sprint decided, which was the biggest one, not to do it. And I decided to go back to my roots in television. Mm -hmm. And I had TV studios. It was in Times Square Studios. My buddy gave uh, space there. Then I had a studio on 17th and 5th. Um, And I started Good News Broadcast. So in 1998, July 4th, we started this broadcast called Good News Broadcast with positive life-affirming content. This was my TV station since I couldn't afford a TV station. Of two, three hundred thousand million dollars, whatever it was, by a, a signal, yeah. and uh, that that was that. So I've now twenty plus years, uh, five thousand shows of content of wow. people because I'm a showaholic. My I'm, yeah. I love to share. To like you, you yeah. like to share people. All right, I'm going to shut up now. I'm sorry I talked so much. <laughs> no, this is listen. This is your time, and I I, I find it fascinating that you have gone through all of that, and I'm, I'm going to call it old school, you know, broadcasting in, in television, because television was it, and, and frankly, it still is it to many, many people. And I can't imagine what your show, what, what it was like 23 years ago for you to take this giant leap and and get on the internet with a show, you know. Back then, it's kind of like when uh, you know Edison uh, queued up the first phonograph. And it really, I in present day, Paul, what are you finding with in relation to to internet, you know, the digital world and media, based on what you went through years ago? Well, you know, the, the the biggest difference is that it doesn't cost as much to have bandwidth and mm-hmm. to have, uh, um, you know, servers. Right. You know, it, it was a business of, uh, no, we didn't have, uh, you know, the antennas. And we, you know, it's a different medium. It's yeah. just like, the, it's basically, the, it's like how we went from television, regular television with antennas and uh, and to cable television, right? Yeah. And that was a big deal. But you didn't go to work at cable television because you stayed at CBS. Mm -hmm. And now cable television, you know, now this is, uh, you know, www dot has been taken over. Um, And I think it's wonderful. Um, You know, it has its complications. Uh, I mean, we started when you Google started. Um, I I really only started because I had sublet some of my space out in the 126 Fifth Avenue to four youngsters who were creating a, uh, a an app called Real Player. They made a fortune uh, selling it uh, because what they did is accumulate all the radio and, and television stations in the world right. and, and organize them like a TV guide. And these young whippersnappers would be working day and night. They'd be watching shows in Czechoslovakia and everything because you got the world perspective. And they said, look, I said, you know, uh, Sprint's not doing this uh, multicultural anymore. City Bandit, they don't want to do it. He said, let's go on the Internet. I said, what? I don't know what that is. He says, yeah, you just got to buy a domain. So I went to Network Solutions, $70 at that time. Mm -hmm. 
And I bought a goodnewsbroadcast.com. I had Good News Network also, but somebody asked me if they could have it. Oh, wow. I said, I said okay, yeah, you could have it. They said, you want anything for it? I said, nah, nah, just have it. She's doing really well, and I'm happy for her. So, Terrific. you know, we're like, I'm like you. You know, we want to spread, we want to share the good news yeah. of the world. We're in it for the real reason of uh, the world is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now there's, you know what, there's, there are these compensating balances in life that you have to weigh. And with everything, you know, you and I are a few years apart, but, you know, you go back uh, to, to dear God, you know, the, uh, uh, the Bay of Pigs, Castro, you, you look at Kent State, Vietnam, we could go through decade by decade when everybody thought that all hope was lost at some point. And every generation, I'm sure, has thought the same thing. We are at a time that I believe right now is, is dangerous. There are people on one side, people on the other side, and it, 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 you know, years ago, you could take a position and share your position. People might not agree with you, but at least there was that ganglia between us as Americans, as world citizens, whatever you want. And the most important thing always was really, you know, to get along. And I, that that more than anything is is what I really would love to try to achieve through all this, just like yourself, you know, just to make the world a little better place, have it safe for our kids, have enough to eat and a roof over your head. You know, everything after that, you can roll the dice. But, you know, if, if those very, very important pillars are in place, the rest of it is, uh, you know, you can work with one way or the other. Well, I, I, you know, I respect what you're saying. I, I appreciate what you're saying. I, you know, I tell people I'm stressed out because there's so much good news. <laughs> you know, I, I, I know that there's this uh, 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 commentary and belief of uh, there's a lot, possibly more stressful scenarios in this world happening now than happened before. I actually, uh, I don't agree entirely mm -hmm. because what I think has in the essence occurs, see the, 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 the snow in the Arctic and the Antarctic, it, it's been, uh, it's been, uh, it's been, you know, dissipating for years. Mm -hmm. The biggest difference is that we put a camera on it now. Yeah. We see it. Okay. Right. Uh, and we, when we somehow forget that, we live through some ice ages. You know what an ice age is? Ice age is that the, everything is, uh, you better be a good skater or you're going to be in trouble because you ain't going nowhere. Sure. All right? And so, you know, if you look at the world in, the, in this kind of thinking, you know, the, the bad are confused guys, bad guys, girls, bad, it's confused girls, guys, whatever, mentally disturbed, ill, uh, however... You know, it's it's just that it, there's so much media out there. There's so many opportunities, you know, to to show somebody. Uh, and we have more people on Mother Earth than we had before. So, you know, the odds of having somebody that's not uh, uh, 
uh, you know, together enough mm -hmm. to uh, communicate their frustrations uh, nonviolently, uh, let's call it. You know, I, because I, I, I think man is always going to, has been the same mm -hmm. because there's always been a bully uh, in the cave or however we grew up in our yeah. ways. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's any more in proportionate bullies. I mean, my, some, pe some people say the last 40, 50 years are the most peaceful years we've had. Mm -hmm. You know, we haven't had a world war. Uh, you know, there's a thing called the peace index. And I do all these kinds of stories about this to, to foster, you know, and I got Yoko Ono with the Imagine Peace. I really believe the world is peaceful. I think that there's, uh, and we do the World Peace Day concert in Central Park for the last 20 years um, and in Times Square. So that's another mm -hmm. big uh, project that I'm involved with. And we're doing World Water Day and we've been involved with water with Pete Seeger for over 20 plus years. So, um, I don't, I, I think that what we continue to need is you and me and you and me types that foster the show and we hear are the Oprah's and the ones that the Ellen's and mm -hmm. the ones that, you know, make you smile and say, well, you know, the world is okay because yeah. we are what we think. Yeah. But, and if you look at the front page, I mean, there's a ton of good news in the New York times yeah. if you look for it. But on the other hand, there's a lot of crap and a lot of sadness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. That's my. That's my. That, that's why I'm stuck with this thing. Well, uh, I, I, I to become successful enough that that millions and millions or billions watch it and are are, are feeling good yeah. that the world is good. Well, you said a mouthful right there, my friend, and I. I talk too much. I I want to thank you really for coming on the show today. All righty, my friend. Thank you, Robert. And you're going to go on our show, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hi, this is Dave Agins, author of the Urban Legion Comedy Trilogy, reminding you to conspire as you dream by the fire. Have a Merry Christmas and a funny new year. Lauren, I'm so glad that you're with us on the holiday show. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's it's really nice to see you again, and I'm glad to be here. Well, I know uh, our audience appreciates you, uh, what you've contributed to the show over the past year, and I want to get your thoughts on what you think is important for us to consider at the end of this year, but as we enter a brand new year consider overall i mean there's so much there's well you know and they're really and i'm glad you know what i should have been a little more finely tuned with the you know with i read everything that you write i appreciate your honesty your research in what you do i mean what is at the forefront if you had to really consider the biggest problem for 2021, aside from all this pandemic stuff, I mean, that's a given. Uh, the biggest problem. Well, I mean, you and I have spoken about this before. It's the division and that people are dug in and they don't want to hear anything that they don't like. <laughs> and that's still kind of going on. Uh, I think I'm starting to kind of see a little more breakdown of that, the Biden administration. Mm -hmm. um, he's got his 
his fans and he's got his detractors, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I We're still divided. I, I like to give credit where credit is due. Um, and there have been a few things, I can't remember what they are right now, but mm -hmm. um, I, I really do think people need to, and this is what I'm trying to do, right? But we, we've talked about being aware of our biases um, and just when you are aware of it, you can kind of catch yourself. And I think we need to stop, you know, that party line thing and, you know, give criticism where it's due but give credit where it's due yeah. and just break down some of the barriers that we've built up and be a little more open to being nicer to each other. I mean, people yeah. are just so mean spirited and yeah. I don't know. I think coming out of what we have, I'd like to see the new year. I'd like to see people just starting to be more civil have respectful conversations and listen to each other and, and at least try to find middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm, mentioned... I'm, I'm with you there a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I, I, I couldn't have put that more uh, adequately, but as you always do, you kind of hit right to the heart and it, it's, it's just so important. I, I mean to, you know, I, I did an entire show on communication. And, and what you have to really do as a human being with respect to just, you don't have to, you, you don't have to agree with someone's position, but because we have this wonderful document called the constitution, they're allowed and they're permitted to voice their opinion. And, you know, that said, I, I really want to wish you, your family, everybody the best for Christmas and New Year and huge success with where you are going um, with your writing and, and your research. Thank you. Yeah, I've, I've done more. more I've, I've seemed to kind of had the bulk of my writing now be border related. So it's interesting. Mm -hmm. A little less politics. Yeah. Um, but legislation, you know, I report a lot on the different legislation and things that are going on in the government, but less politics sure. and more border. But I, I want to wish you um, a Merry Christmas also and a Happy New Year. I, I want to um, wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. I hope that your, your holiday season is filled with um, love and fun and time spent with family and friends. And I just hope 2022 provides us all with blessings, big and small. Yeah. Back at you. Laura, thanks a lot. Thanks, Bob. Hi, Susan Gans here from Gans Strategic Solutions, wishing a joyous and healthy holiday season to all. Thanks to Greater Good Radio for all you do for the community. Damien. Let everybody know what you're doing for the holiday season with the band, what you got going on. Well, hi, good morning, Bob. So what we're doing um, at the moment is we've we've finished all our performances for 2021 mm -hmm. and we're going into the studio uh, in January and we're going to do some recording to put some music up on um, on some streaming platforms. 
and uh, get some music, hopefully to to a wider audience than than just okay. the tri-state. Okay. Well, you're still on it. You know, really kind of jazz based uh, with with the new uh, the new uh, music coming out. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll stay with the, with the jazz fusion format. That's that's the heart and soul of, of what I've always yeah. done. Yeah. Well, listen, we wanted to wish you and yours the best for this holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Well, thank you so much, Bob. Same to you and, and to you and yours and, and all your listeners. We, uh, Damien and the DCQ wishes all you a, a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Karen, I'm so happy you could join us for our holiday show. Thank you, Bob. I'm glad to be here. You know, with... <laughs> I'm going to my sister's house on Christmas Eve. My sister took over the job of baking when my mom passed away. And she makes cookies, varieties, hundreds of them. And I sit there eating them like, you know, the old Lay's potato chip can't eat one. I can't eat just one plate. So I wanted to get your very prudent advice on maybe how to kind of, you know, limit yourself, uh, use a little discipline, or or if you do go completely off the charts, how do you bring yourself back after the new year? So I would say, number one, step away from the cookies. <laughs> step away from the cookies. I think I've heard that from cops once in my life. <laughs> Maybe you have, yep. but this is, this is much more important, much more, much more in your favor. Let's just put it Thank you. And so truly do something to divert your attention from the, from the array of beautiful smells, great cookies, you know, all of that, just step away, get yourself out of, get them out of your, your view yep. and, um, and go find something else to keep yourself occupied. Because they are, uh, it's intoxicating. There's no well, it, it really is. But but I have never found anyone who has been as successful as you to eliminate that sugar and really, you know, keep it consistent. I I, I really my my hats off to you. Okay. Um, so I, I just wanted to bring it on and and say thanks for contributing to the show throughout the year. Uh, it's always great having you on, and I want to wish you and your family the happiest of holidays. Bob, thank you so much, and I want to wish you the same in your audience. I, you know, I want everybody to be healthy, happy, and prosperous in the new year, and um, especially people that I've met throughout this this pandemic that have been really, um, it's been a blessing to meet people like you during this time, and um, I just wish you great success in your show and everything else that you do. Back at you. Thank you. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. From all of us, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.